0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, July 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Donnelly. Here's today's headlines. Senators put Trump on notice. House GOP targets IARC funding. Big food companies align for environmental push and WOTUS repeal. Senate sends Trump a message on tariffs. The Senate is letting the Trump administration know that it's concerned about its use of the national security reasoning in imposing the steel and aluminum tariffs that have resulted in retaliation against U.S. farm commodities. The Senate voted 88 to 11 in favor of a non-binding measure that supports giving Congress a say before the president can levy tariffs for national security purposes under Section 232 of the Trade Expansion Act of 1962. Senator Jeff Flake of Arizona said, This vote represents the strongest and most straightforward message this chamber has delivered against the administration's abuse of trade authority. Imposing tariffs on products from allies that pose no threat to our national security is just plain wrong. The vote came on a motion to instruct House and Senate conferees on a fiscal 19 appropriations bill. The Trump administration on May 31st used Section 232 to hit Mexico, Canada and the European Union with tariffs. Keep in mind, this was an easy vote since it was a non-binding measure. Many senators would still be reluctant to vote to tie the president's hands. U.S. tariff escalation on China amplifies ag fears. The Trump administration's decision to hit an additional $200 billion of Chinese goods with tariffs is magnifying fears in the U.S. ag sector that this trade war is escalating out of control. Illinois Farm Bureau President Richard Giebert, Jr. said as the trade war with China stretches into the summer, it will continue to put pressure on farmers who are already battling low commodity prices and declining farm income. When the U.S. slapped tariffs on $34 billion worth of Chinese goods last Friday, China was quick to retaliate with a 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans, corn, wheat, sorghum, and many other commodities. The new U.S. tariffs could be implemented as soon as early September. Lawmakers seek to defund IARC. A provision that House Republicans inserted in the Fiscal 19 Appropriations Bill could cut U.S. funding to the International Agency for Research on Cancer following its controversial finding that the herbicide glyphosate is a probable carcinogen. The provision would block the National Institutes of Health from funding IARC until the NIH submits a report to Congress outlining transparency and conflict of interest requirements. Representative Rosa DeLario of Connecticut called the revision a Monsanto writer, referring to the developer of the chemical. By blocking NIH from funding the IARC research, it appears Republicans are shilling for Monsanto, DeLaro said. Critics of the IARC review process say it's antiquated and that the agency used data that supported its conclusion on glyphosate while ignoring other data that didn't. NIH and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention provide about $6 million of IRCs, approximately $54 million annual budget. House provision is likely to run into opposition from Senate Democrat negotiators when lawmakers write a final version of the spending bill. Major food companies forming policy alliance. Some of the nation's biggest food brands are joining forces to push for changes to nutrition labels and put more emphasis on addressing environmental concerns, including climate change. Danone, North America, Mars Incorporated, Nestle, USA, and Unilever, United States, have formed the Sustainable Food Policy Alliance. The alliance plans to advocate for progress in public policies that shape what people eat, and how it impacts their health, communities, and the planet, according to a release. Two current uh, priority issues for the Alliance are nutrition labeling and carbon emissions. The groups plan to tackle those priorities by pushing for updating of the regulations on using the term like healthy on-food packaging. The push for climate priorities will also include urging Congress to fund the Farm Bill's Regional Conservation Partnership Program, encouraging a look at financial incentives for emission reduction. The alliance also supports the Paris Climate Agreement. In a joint statement, the leaders of all four companies say the alliance was formed based on the belief that food companies can and should be doing more to lead and drive positive policy action for the people who buy and enjoy the foods and the beverages that they make and the people who supply them and the planet on which we all rely." Mars, Nestle, and Unilever are among the companies that have pulled out of the Grocery Manufacturers Association. Now, why this matters? These companies are big and they're influential, and their actions reflect in part the pressure that they're getting. Also, having this alliance behind the RCPP can only help ensure it gets increased funding in the new farm bill. Administration seeks to bolster WOTUS repeal case. EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers are trying to strengthen their case for killing the 2015 Waters of the U.S. rule. The agencies want to ensure that the rule's eventual repeal can withstand legal scrutiny. A supplemental proposal scheduled for publication in today's Federal Register lays out why the agencies believe that the administrative goals of regulatory certainty would be best served by repealing the 2015 rule. One reason is that the 2015 rule is subject to numerous lawsuits which could result in the rule being vacated by the courts. Another is that, they say, the interpretation of Justice Anthony Kennedy's significant nexus standard in the 2015 rule exceeded the agency's authority under the Clean Water Act. Environmental attorney Mark Ryan, who worked on the rule at EPA and now practices in Washington State, said in a blog post that it is clear that the agencies are working hard to discredit nearly every aspect of the 2015 rulemaking by questioning the legal rationale for significant nexus, the science used to support the decision-making, the estimates on the potential increase in jurisdictional determinations, and all other foundations of that rulemaking. It is unusual to see two agencies tearing apart their own prior rule this aggressively and highlighting all of the perceived faults while doing nothing to defend the prior determinations, he said. New label out for food grown by veteran farmers. Homegrown by Heroes, a program that promotes foods produced by veterans unveiled its new logo on Capitol Hill yesterday. The Farmer Veteran Coalition coordinates the program and Farm Credit sponsors it. If this label could help the smaller farmers knowing that they're going to have something out there that's going to help open doors for them and help them be able to farm, that's very personal to me. That Tammy Derbyshire, a farmer veteran from Kansas, said in an event at the Senate Agriculture Committee hearing room. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, July 12th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dally.